0: THIS IS THE BUSINESS OF PLEASURE.
1: I LIVE LIFE TO ENJOY IT, AND I DON'T REALLY CARE WHAT ANYBODY HAS TO SAY. I COME FROM A FAMILY OF STRONG WOMEN, AND, YOU KNOW, I mean, I just THAT'S WHAT I KNOW.
0: BECAUSE WE'RE SCARED TO TALK ABOUT IT.
1: I- THAT IS SO CRAZY TO ME, BECAUSE AT THE END OF THE DAY, EVERYBODY'S DOING IT. People need to stop being so hush hush about everything and so shy about everything because sex is not a bad thing.
0: Welcome to the podcast, The Business of Pleasure, presented to you by Bedroom Candy. Bedroom Candy is a sexual health and wellness company and brainchild of Grammy winning singer, songwriter, and star of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Miss Candy Burris. Our host and president of Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties, Nadine Thompson, takes an in-depth look at the people, products, and stories behind the Nationwide Home Party Company. New episodes are released Thursdays. Listen, learn, and enjoy. Welcome to this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure. I am Nadine Thompson and I'm really pleased this week to um, have as a guest on our podcast Miss Gail Crowder. Gail has been on with us before and she also has been a keynote speaker at our Bedroom Candy Convention and we just love Gail. She's just got what I think of as a lot of wisdom when it comes to relationships and intimacy and sex. And I am really honored to have her again on our podcast uh, for 2018. Um, So Gail is a wife of 29 years, mother of two, and the founder and president of Bringing Sexy Back to the Marriage, or BSB. BSB is a conference dedicated to the spiritual and sexual enhancement of marriages for the modern-day wife. Gail has been responsible for spicing up thousands of marriages through the BSB conference and continues to change lives every day. She's a certified Christian marriage life coach and author, and Gail has appeared on dozens of television and radio shows as a specialist and seasoned relationship expert. So um, in addition, she serves, um, she has other enterprises, including Gail Crowder LLC, a full-service image consulting firm in Maryland, One Sexy Wife, which currently offers specialty apparel and books, and Glamour at its latest, which is G-A-I-L, an image consultant brand dedicated to transforming its clients through its motto of your life, your style, your image. She dedicates her time to building the self-perception, public image, spiritual values, and individual life purpose of her clients. So without further ado, I'd like to bring to you this week on our Business of Pleasure podcast, Miss Gail Crowder. Gail, welcome to the show today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be a part of this podcast and a part of the Bedroom Candy family. You guys welcomed me in. this year, Last year, actually, with open arms, and I am so excited to be a part of this family.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I mean, we just loved having you. I remember, I believe it was Candy's cousin who was at the event who said that, um, You just totally turned things around for her and changed her perspective and her way of looking at her relationship. And she thought that it might have been a real savior for her relationship. So, I mean, I hear that about you all the time. And I think about the BSB conference, and I think it's so important because... um, marriage you know you it's really easy for anyone in any relationship but particularly when you're married to get caught up in the day to day and to take things for granted um and that's when our marriages begin to really falter so i think this um conference that you do for women really gets them thinking about um, their responsibility in their relationship, what they can do to improve it or make it better or to spice things up, as you say. I think all of those things are so important. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, you know, you've been doing that conference for a while now. Um, what have you learned from bringing sexy back? What are some of your big takeaways from that conference?
1: You know, even though um, we just completed our ninth year, um, I tell you, every single year I learned something new. And what I took away from this um, conference was called The Matrix, that so many of us are caught up in The Matrix, right, that we want these reality lifestyles, but we have put put so many things on our plates, right? We can't enjoy the fruits of our labor. And so I really have learned that, um, you know, I have to really put my life in the order that God had wanted to originally to be God first, my husband second, my children third. And my career and all of those things fall up under that. And it's really hard to do that when you acquire all these things or you have aspirations to do, you know, great things. But when you really put your life into perspective and you put it into order, if you do it that way, you will be able to have, you know, most of the things that you desire out of life. And so as I, you know, went into my ninth year, I realized what was most important, and that was really my family and my friends and my husband, those things are the most important things. I can acquire a new house, I can acquire new cars and, you know, all the things that we love, but really making sure that we nurture those relationships that matter the most. And so that's what I have really learned that so many of us have put other things before what really matters.
0: Right. That's that's really interesting and um That's really interesting. So really, it's about prioritizing um, and putting the first things first. One of the things I hear professional women talk about, and I think this is a conversation that has changed course over the past 10 years. I remember 10 or 15 years ago, women were talking a lot about work-life balance and how to achieve Mm it. Um, I think the last few conferences that I've spoken at or I've heard other women speak about, it's beginning to the reality is sinking in that it's more of a myth that yeah. for many uh, working mothers, um, there really never is a work life balance. It's really hard to balance it. it's really about negotiating with support Um yeah. to, to get what you need. And I know for me, even now with young adult children and a husband who's very busy and a career of my own that's really busy, um, that really, you know, I have to negotiate support. I have to ask for what I want or I have to pay for what I want in order to get the time or to get the balance. wonder what your thoughts are on that.
1: And I totally agree with that because literally you can you can you can lose yourself and you can lose, again, like I said, what's most important with all of these things. And I know with you being the president of Bedroom Candy, I mean, not only are you looking at new products, developing training programs, I mean, you have run the gamut, you know what I mean? And so I can only imagine what your life looks like. And and again, I have a, a teenager who's 16, but I also have a son that's 25, right? And so, um, and then now I've been blessed with two, two little girls that um, are, are 10. and and nine and and so my life has changed again
0: wow because
1: you know they they were you know they came to us from Detroit so making that shift and making sure that I'm still present for them still present for my husband and I still have this amazing career that that God has um, allowed me to to have and to be able to touch wives all over the world it's amazing but really trying to find that balance you really don't find balance so you do have to like you said hire people to in order to to free up that time to have quality time with with your partner and so what I have decided to do is you know I got a service to help you know deliver some of my meals because a lot of times I'm too tired or too overworked or too busy to even cook so I mean sometimes you have to pay for those services. So, you know, I also have an amazing, amazing assistant that takes a lot of those things, you know, the administrative parts um, that she can handle off of my plate. So, therefore, that that is another, you know, Thing that I have done, instead of trying to do all my administrative stuff, I have an amazing assistant, she's able to handle those things, and, and just make sure that my life and my business runs very smoothly, because I was double booking myself and just getting overwhelmed. So you're right, you have to sometimes step back and say, what can I handle? And what do I need to, you know, basically delegate and pay for?
0: Exactly. I find, you know, that even sometimes for me, I have found it's not even it doesn't even amount sometimes to me getting. You know, for example, I may have someone, you know, my housekeeper comes in and she does the laundry and the housekeeping. But a lot of times when she comes in on Saturday, we're doing it together. So what may have taken me, you know, all day because I've been working all week till three or four in the afternoon to complete you know, with her being there, I might get be done a little bit sooner and I may yeah. be less exhausted. Um, but I'm yeah. still in there doing with her because you want things done your way. You want your house to look your way. So you're in there doing stuff. Put this there. Put that there. Let's reorganize this. And it really does take a lot. And I think about, you know, how fortunate. And blessed I am to be able to have the money to be able to pay for that kind of support. I can say when she's down to just the laundry, I can say, you know what, you're good now. The house is in good shape. You're going to finish off the laundry. I'm going to go out and run some errors. I'm going to go get my nails done or I can go get a massage or I can go drop in on a friend that's not feeling well that I wanted to see and, you know, lock up behind you when you leave. That is a privilege. And um You know, again, when it comes to work life balance, I can either spend my Saturday doing laundry and doing the floors or I can get someone to come in and help me so that I can do some of the things that I want to do. And I find that I have to do more of that. Otherwise, you get caught up in working all week working at home in the evenings, getting stuff done that you didn't get it done at the office, and then spending your weekends getting caught up on your household and your bills and all of your own administrative stuff that you need to do for yourself and your family. And then before you know it, it's Monday morning again. And you feel yes. like you're um, a hamster on a treadmill, literally.
1: Yes, but we want all of these, you know, because the world has painted, if we have all of these things, then we're successful. And so, you know, I really um, with this last conference and just in my coaching practice, I I just find that women are to the point where they're like, you know, I literally need to be able to find myself, regain my passion, find time to spend quality time with my, my husband or my, you know, my partner and and really enjoy my girlfriend's. And live life, and not be a slave to these things that I said that I wanted, right? Or people think that I need. Right. And so it's just really learning to minimize and get get a handle on those things. And when it comes to the business of pleasure, with, which we are all in, you know, we're we're on this. We're on this roller coaster because we want to be able to please our spouses or please our significant others and spend quality time with them, but our brains are so tired <laughs> that becomes a short period of time, and that's not really living a quality
0: of life. Right. That's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. And that brings me to one of the things we, um, talked about um, prior to this call that we wanted to talk about today which was the whole idea of having some fun um, in your relationship and in your marriage and you know so we talked about the challenges to just finding the time and creating some sort of really creating the time making that time a priority making the relationship a priority in your life okay so now you've got that two hours on a Wednesday evening together, it's date night. It's the night that you've carved out. What do you do? And, um, (laughs) what do you do? And so we talked about sex toys, but, you know, as I'm thinking it through, what do you do? How do you set up that night so that if you do end up with, okay, Thursday nights is our night together, um, without kids or we're going to go out to a movie or whatever. Um, what are your thoughts about, you know, setting up that time and, um, and making the most of it?
1: Well, uh, again, I believe that you have to set an appointment with your significant other. Like we set appointments with Anything else in our life, we set appointments for our hair, our nails, our massages, our doctor's appointments. You know, um, you know to get our cars fixed, whatever it is, we set those appointments. And for me, my uh, set appointment for Mister with Mister Crowder is on Fridays. So anytime after five o'clock on Fridays, that is where I am. And I'm not answering my phone. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not doing any of those things. And even if I'm traveling or teaching and speaking, we take the time to FaceTime and and, and have dinner or have, you know, whatever it is, dessert together, because I believe that is the most important time of of my week. Mm -hmm. And and so how do we set that up? I, I set that as an appointment and I let everyone know. That's going to be our time, and even if I'm home, um, I have trained my children that you know this is Daddy and Mommy time. So we're going to um, either you know be behind closed doors, or we're going to be gone. <laughs> and so um, I, you know you have to you have to set those appointments just like you know you set anything else. And when it comes to being intimate, I say schedule it. A lot of people are like, "Gail, that is not spontaneous. That takes the fun out of it." No, it doesn't. Because I believe if you as, as a woman set the time and you let your, your significant other know that Friday is your time to shine, they're going to hold you to it. And I always tell women to pick the lightest day or the two lightest days of their week um, in order to spend quality time with, with their significant other. And what do I mean by that? We have so many things going on on our plate. That at the end of the day we have nothing left, right? And and really our relationships should be the most important thing. So I always say choose the two lightest days, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 schedule um, time with that person, uninterrupted, quality time with that person. Because as we get older and mature. You know, all of, a lot of things are going to slow down, but you want that, that relationship to c- continue to be nourished and, and be fruitful and be fun and be happy. You don't want to spend so much time apart that, at the, you know, when you age, you're like, who are you and, you know, why are we still together because we have nothing in common. And so I always say start with scheduling time with your significant other exactly. and, and make it a time where you don't talk about – the bills and the cars and the, you know, medical conditions and all Uh, the negative things, right. That you have to deal with your jobs, all those things. Talk about the things that, that bring you joy together.
0: Right. Talk about
1: the things you want to experiment in, in, in your bedroom. I always say it starts with a conversation. Anything can be, be handled with a conversation.
0: Right. Like starting with that conversation. One of the things that I think might be a fun thing for us to do, it might even be a fun project, uh, Gail, uh, is for us to think about a deck of cards. I mean, there's a lot of fun decks out there about sex and whatever, but it would be interesting to come up with a deck of cards, like an intimacy deck. Um, They could have some fun kind of things in it, but also what are some things that... You can talk about, you know, like that. That would prompt conversation. Um, I think that might be an interesting thing to do because sometimes people just are lost. You know, okay, let's go out for dinner. Well, that's a great idea because it gets you out of the house. You shift gears. You're you're in a new setting. You're sitting in a restaurant. Now you just said, you know, try not to talk about, you know, the bills or you know, the kid that's in trouble or the cousin that's not doing well or a parent that's not feeling well, you could quickly get into that stuff. But it would be really nice to have something really playful where couples can say, "Okay, we're not going to talk about any of the ordinary things. We're going to pick a card from this deck and we're going to talk about, I don't know, you know, Whatever. Funny, I, I you funny
1: you're you're talking about a deck of cards because I'm actually developing 52 um, 52 um, hot topics to talk about on your date
0: and so that's exactly <laughs> right so that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking about yeah what are the yes. what are the topics because sometimes I mean even as I'm talking to you now I'm kind of thinking okay what would that be what would you know what would I what would well, one, we talk one, about? Yeah,
1: one of the cards that I'm, I'm, I'm developing is, you know, what what I want to do to you,
0: uh-huh. how
1: I want to do it to you, and when I want to do it to you. Okay. So it could be anything. It could be I uh, what you know what I want to do to you is right, you know, across this table. I want to come across this table and just kiss you. You know, right. it could be any of those things. But it also, you know, when you pull the card and you can pull that card on, you know on your date, right? You can say, just pick a card.
0: Exactly. And when they
1: pick the card, of course, you know, some of them are going to be a little bit more explicit or daring than others. But then you can anticipate when we get in the car on our way home or whatever, right, we can actually explore whatever's on this particular card. And so because I, I do get that a lot, Gail, what do you do and how do you have these conversations, right, that stick with what we want to talk about and not And when we run out of things to talk about, we kind of go back to what we're used to. And so I am developing the, it's just, it's the craziest thing that um, you were talking about these cards because they will be available probably August of this year.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. That's great. So yeah, I think, I think that would be a great thing because again, I like to make things as tangible and as down to earth as possible. And Um, I think, you know, a couple arranges to have that time together. It's sometimes so easy. And I know for my husband and I to go out to dinner and use that as an opportunity to get caught up, particularly in all the things that we need to do and the things that are going wrong and how we're going to solve it, as opposed to using that time to really just have some fun and maybe having a deck of cards like that, that, Um, you know, we bring along and, you know, pull from the deck and have a fun meal. I think that would be a fun thing to do. Now, what we also talked about was the idea of introducing sex toys into the marriage. And I know that that Mm -hmm. can be a very complicated and long discussion, Um, But I wanted to bring that up today, Uh, one, because Bedroom Candy, you know, the foundation of our line, are extraordinary sex toys. Um, And I wanted to ask you uh, some questions about that, getting your input on it. Um, Mm -hmm. For example, what are some of the benefits you feel uh, to introducing sex toys into your bedroom? What are some of those benefits?
1: Some of the benefits of introducing uh, sex toys is, Uh, amazing and for a woman you know a lot of times it takes us anywhere from 20 to 45 minutes to really get our juices flowing in the bedroom to relax and start feeling comfortable and those kind of things but when you introduce a a sex toy especially when you're trying to um, you know your partner's trying to get you to a point where you can orgasm you know um, introducing a sex toy can cut that time down Ten to fifteen minutes, just depending on the woman, um, and so really um, doing a lot of foreplay and stuff with sex toys, um, especially for a woman, can really help enhance her her you know her orgasm. It can it can you know help her relax a lot easier and a lot faster, and it takes a lot of pressure off of the man, you know, wanting to please his particular you know partner. And so, um, I believe introducing sex toys. Um, can can enhance in so many different ways. For men, you know, um, I have been coaching um, a couple, you know, that are in their early thirties. That you know, the man is dealing with erectile dysfunction, and that is help. That is happening more and more and more, and younger and younger. You used to think that was for you know more mature men, but you know, with the diets and all kind of different things that are going on, you know, um, people are dealing with some cancers and different things that are, you know, happening in our lives, you know, and at all different ages, you know. Uh, introducing different sex toys um, can help, you know, him achieve erection where, you know, in the past that wasn't possible if they have had dealt with cancer or, you know, prostate problems or, you know, dealing with erectile dysfunction, those kind of things. So I just believe that introducing sex toys can be a fun Thing. It can give your your uh, intimacy a, a great boost. You, it's something you can explore uh, alone or together, um, and it's it's. But it's a conversation that you have to have outside of the bedroom because you never want um, on either side, on the woman side or the man's side, for them to feel like they're not able to please you without having an aid
0: in the bedroom. Right, absolutely. So that ties right into the second question. Um, which is about fears of introducing sex toys into the bedroom. And I think you hit on it. And I think one of the big ones would be the partner feeling that they are not good enough. Therefore, you need this toy.
1: Yeah. And, And you have to reassure, and that's the reason why communication and, And and having, you know, open, honest, fun discussions about your sex life, your wants, your desires, your fantasies, all those things can be done, you know, outside of the bedroom. And so, you know, when you say, you know, hey, honey, what do you think about, you know, uh, if I wanted to, you know, introduce a sex toy to help you reach my G-spot, you know, uh, Bedroom Candy has a great one, you know, what do do you think about that? And we can learn to use it together because, you know i might not be familiar with it you know what, what what do you think about that and just see what the what his reaction is or what her reaction is right because mm-hmm. again you want to make them feel comfortable you want to let them know that you please me this just can take our a relationship and our sex life to a whole nother level and we can explore this together and you know another um, thing that I, I face a lot, you know, with me being a Christian woman in the the field that I'm in, you know, the, what what do, what does my faith say about this? Is is that going against what God would have me to do in my bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times those kind of fears uh, pop up. I know that we face that a lot at at my conference. You know, you know, I, I'm really afraid to try this because you know I don't, I, I'm worried about what you know people are going to say or you know is just going against my religious beliefs and so a lot of people have those type of fears and i would say to that if you're in a committed relationship especially in marriage your your marital bed is under and that as long as you guys agree what goes on in your bedroom i believe it's fine because i believe sex toys again have their place, and I believe that they have been very helpful, especially in some of the couples that I've dealt with that are having, you know, problems. The woman's having a problem reaching orgasm, right? And the guy is frustrated because he really wants to please, you know, his, his wife or his partner, and she's just not able to do it without an aid, and vice versa. The man who's having problems or, or recovering um, from, from erectile dysfunction or having blood. Pressure and diabetes, and that's affects, affecting him being able to stay erect for a long period of time. Some of these things can aid, and I believe they're beneficial in that area.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's really insightful. And I know that you—I know you mentioned this several times, but for many um, men, as they're hitting their, you know, sixties sometimes 70s, they start struggling with erectile dysfunction and it becomes for some men who you know have researched it and have been reading on it they're a little bit more optimistic and less scared and they know they can get some help. For others there's a lot of shame about it and they may not get help but really kind of pull away from the relationship. So there's a lot of things that I think can sometimes um, be a hindrance and I think a lot of times our own shame uh, causes us to pull away as, you know, as opposed to um, pulling closer to see how we can solve the issue that's at hand. Yes,
1: and I believe, you know, uh, the Bedroom Candy consultants have amazing training, and I believe that a lot of times when we're hosting, you know, their, their, their gatherings, um, that they need to really introduce these as aids and and not to replace, and something that people can explore and not be embarrassed about saying, we're experiencing this. How can you help me? Exactly. And so I believe that that the education part of sex toys because it used to be something that was very taboo and something that would make someone feel like I'm, um, you know, um I need to hide to do this. But this has became very mainstream and I believe, you know, as consultants get more educated and we as consumers get more educated on things that are out there that can really assist us and and make our sex life go to the next level that it's more accepted and it's more um, you know, Marketable and more um, open to have those discussions.
0: Absolutely. And I think the other thing that couples could employ would be a sex therapist. Um, I've heard so much that people going to a counselor or therapist just to talk things through. I mean, that person might be more gifted at being able to raise the whole idea of erectile dysfunction or a woman losing her interest because she's at menopause and she's drier than normal, Um, to have those conversations in a way that removes that element of shame and allows the couple to talk about it in a healthy way and figure out what can you do to support each other. And it might be employing sex toys, better lubricants, um, all of that to really enhance uh, the intimacy and enhance, you know, just the overall performance. So I really want to recommend to couples and consultants who are listening to this podcast, that when people raise those issues, sometimes having a sex therapist, even going for, you know, one or three sessions, can make a real difference in your relationship, in saving your relationship sometimes.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, One of the things I wanted to ask you, Gail, was how often... um, Do you think uh, someone should use a sex toy in their lovemaking?
1: Um, I just believe that, you know, you can use it at whatever, you know, whatever makes you happy as as a couple. You know, I wouldn't say that you have to use it all the time. Right. But some people do use them all the time. I just think again that's a conversation that you have to have with your partner and you have to have a you know, be comfortable um having it. Say, are we gonna use it tonight or we're not gonna use it tonight and come into agreement. But again, when you're having open dialogue with your partner, you know, it's very it it, it makes it more comfortable to me to be able to say, are we going to use it tonight or we're not going to use it tonight and and, and it's going to be okay. Right. right. Because, again, he might say, OK, yeah, I just want you to use it and I don't want to use mine or vice versa. And, and, it, and it should be OK. And so I think that's just a conversation. I think that's something that you can, you know, explore and have fun with. And, you know, I, I believe and in, in, in my, own, my own personal life and maybe I'm getting too personal. It, it, you know, it's a give and take thing. Sometimes we do and sometimes we don't, and and we're okay with either way, but that's the conversation that we had.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and that's one of the things I think that should be uh, one of those questions um, or conversation um, pieces um, for a couple <laughs> should be, you know, Um, What do you think about sex toys Um, or, you know, you know, questions around the whole use of sex toys? If you were to use one, which would you like? What feels appealing to you? You know, that kind of thing that can start a conversation about, why that sex toy and what about it seems appealing, and boy, would I like to use that on you. I mean, I could see the conversation going in that direction.
1: And heating up. And, you know, I think some of the best ways to really um, introduce certain play, you know, toys and other different devices into your bedroom is really exploring them together, right? right. You guys have an amazing website that you can go to with videos that could kind of, you know, give you a little tutorial. And so before you even purchase, that might be something you want to do with your partner and say, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? This is what this one does. So you can have that conversation and, and make those decisions together. And I know everybody is not in a relationship relationship where that can happen but you know most of the time we are In a relationship where we can have that conversation. Um, Now, I have had couples that come to me and it's like, that is not happening, it's not going to happen. And, and, you know, we're at a deadlock, right? Right. And, And I think a lot of times when they come to me and I coach them through that and I say, you know, have you, did you understand what this was about and why she or he wanted to introduce this? Right. Then they're open for the conversation. I believe a lot of times people close down for the lack of knowledge.
0: Yes, I think you're absolutely right. And one of the things I wanted to say as we close out, because, boy, we've been chatting for a long time, is that Bedroom Candy has a really wonderful collection of of sex toys for couples, um, you know, things that both of you can use and enjoy. A lot of times people think about sex toys as basically, you know, for vaginal penetration and for the women's stimulation. On the other hand, we've got a lot of great toys, um, you know, that that couples can use together to enhance the 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 pleasure for both people. Um, You know, we've got Rise and Shine. We've got Unite. We've got Groove. We've got Control Me. What I like about Groove and Control Me are... They're fun. You know, it's a Mm -hmm. panty massager for the woman, but it's the perfect thing for that date night where you can put it on and go out to a comedy club or go out to a jazz bar or go to a nightclub or just have dinner. And he's got the remote and anytime he wants to, he can push that button and have it, you know, start vibrating. And that could be really fun for a couple and something that they could enjoy Um, on a a date out together. So even that, you know, can be a lot of fun. But what I, you know, always talk about at Bedroom Candy is really finding more toys that couples can enjoy together because I think it's about enhancing the relationship so no one is feeling left out, but everybody's feeling like they're part of that process.
1: Absolutely. And like I said, you guys have done a wonderful job and i absolutely love the little videos that explain you know what they do how they do it and 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 it, and it makes it very easy and very um informative for the person that is trying to explore and wants to explore but really not knowing what to look for and what their needs you know how to meet their needs
0: particular needs. Right. Right. Well, thank you so much, Miss Gail Crowder and Mrs. Gail Crowder. It was wonderful having you on the podcast on the Business of Pleasure today. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just really, um, it's always great to talk to you. You have such wisdom. I think the BSB conference that you do is such a wonderful gift to women um, and, you know, just the work, you know, that you continue to do is just awesome. And I just want to thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy time today uh, to join us on The Business of Pleasure. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you online or on social media?
1: Absolutely. And I just want to say thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Uh, like I said, I love you guys over at Bedroom Candy. You're doing amazing things, to. Bring together couples and keep things spicy, and I, I just love that. And they can, everybody can just find me under Gail Crowder. My website is gailcrowder com. Facebook Gail Crowder, Instagram Gail Crowder, Twitter, LinkedIn on all of my social media platform. If you can remember my name, Gail Crowder, you can find me, and I would love for you guys to find
0: me. Right, and it's G A I L C R O W. C-R-O-W-D-E-R. Correct. Great. And so thank you. I want to invite you back. I really want to talk about your life, your style, your image, because I think that would be a great conversation because so many of us are really trying to get so many aspects of our lives put together and i think for many of our consultants your image is important and so it would be great to have you come back on sometime in the spring to talk about your life your style and your image i would love to learn more about that
1: pleasure and hear what you have to say to come back and talk about your life your style your image okay And, and just know that you can you can um have balance you can have uh an amazing relationship. You just got to put in the work and you have to schedule.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, we will use that as our quote for you from for this week. So thank you okay. again, Mrs. Gail Crowder for being on this week's episode of The Business of Pleasure. Really great. I enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you. Have a great day. You have a great day as well. Bye-bye. The Business of Pleasure is brought to you by Bedroom Candy Boutique Parties. To shop with us, visit us at www.bedroomcandy.com. To join our team of consultants who own their own home-based businesses, join us online and enter the code BOP2017. That will get you a 10% discount on your starter kit. Join us today.